We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauling, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. How would you like to make a trip with no road map, no GPS? In fact, you have no idea what the final destination is going to be. Uh, that's the kind of journey that Abraham was called on to make with God. It truly was a journey of faith. And we read the story of the, at least the beginning of it, in Genesis chapter 12, beginning in verse 1, where the Bible says, Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee, and I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. And the very next verse says, So Abram departed, as the Lord had spoken unto him. What a beautiful picture of faith in God. Willing to step out. You don't know where you're going. You just know if God's in control, it's going to be a great ride. And you're going to end up in the right place. I wonder, can you trust God that way today? Are you trusting God that way today? You see, I'm not Abram. You're not Abram. None of us are called on uh, to be the, the father of the nation of Israel. And yet, we serve the same God. And I would suggest to you that the journey we all are on is the journey of faith. I know that because this story is not only found in Genesis chapter 12. It's found in Hebrews chapter 11. You see, there's an Old Testament story, but there's a New Testament application. And it's found in the great faith chapter of the Bible. In Hebrews chapter 11, beginning in verse 8, it says, By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. And he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. You see, Abraham's example is an example for all people, for all time, and it is this. If you're going to journey with God, it will be a journey of faith. You see, the Christian life is not a sight life. It's not even a planned life. We love to think of ourselves as planners, but... I hate to tell you this, God's not looking for planners. He's looking for followers. You see, the Lord is the one with the plan. He calls on us to simply believe Him and obey Him. So what do we learn about the journey of faith? Well, first of all, we learn that the journey of faith requires obedience. Now, the Bible says He obeyed. Faith is not some abstract thing. It's not some theory. It's not some feeling or emotion or impulse. It is simply believing that God's way is best and obeying God. And do you notice the immediate obedience of Abraham as soon as God spoke? He said, yes, Lord. I wonder, is God speaking to you? What's God said to you recently? Is there any step of faith and obedience God has called on you to take that you've not yet taken? If you read on in the story of Abraham, you find that though he went out when God said go out, 
He actually stopped short at the end of Genesis chapter number 11. Abraham had already started moving out of Ur of the Chaldees, but he went to a place called Haran. It's interesting that Haran literally means halfway. Did you know there can be no halfway obedience, no halfway blessing? And in Haran, that was where Terah, his father-in-law, died. In fact, Abram spent five years there. Every time I read that, I think, I wonder how many times I've come halfway to where God wants me to. Halfway obedience is complete disobedience, and you waste time there, and you lose ground there. The Christian life is too often a series of stops and starts. And God says, look, I don't want you to come partway and stop. I want you to keep on coming. I want you uh, to get out of your rut. Where are you stuck today? Heron is not your home. God's called you out because God's called you to something. Don't put down roots in the wrong place. And so obedience must be complete obedience. God says, I want you to come all the way out. Then not only is the journey of faith a journey that requires obedience, it's also a journey that you're to bring other people along with you on. Uh, did you notice in Hebrews chapter number 11 that the Bible says, when he sojourned in the land of promise, he did it dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob. Who's that? That's his son and his grandson. You see three generations mentioned here. And then his wife is present. Verse 11 says, through faith also Sarah herself receive strength to conceive seed. So here you have Abraham bringing his wife along, bringing his children along, bringing his grandchildren along. Friend, the journey of faith is not one you make by yourself. Oh, you can only believe God for you. Every member of the family has to trust God for themselves. But as you're making your journey of faith, don't leave your loved ones behind. Lead them. Bring them along with you. Encourage your spouse's faith. Uh, instill faith in your children by pointing them to the Lord and talking about the greatness of God. Uh, exemplify faith and obedience to your family members. You see, the thing that makes the journey wonderful is companionship. And so, on the journey of faith, we should be bringing others along with us. And then finally, don't miss this, it's not only a journey of obedience, and it's not only a journey where to bring others along for the ride, but it is also a journey that never ends until we meet God. For years, I thought that Abraham's journey was a journey to Canaan, but actually Canaan was not the destination. In fact, did you notice that once he got in the promised land, the Bible says he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. You see, the ultimate is never some geographical location, some better circumstance, some financial provision. That's not the goal. The goal is God Himself. Abraham was called on to live by faith even after he was in the land of Canaan. In fact, I would argue that he had to exercise even much more faith in the land of Canaan than simply leaving Ur of the Chaldees. Faith is not the beginning, it's the whole thing. It's not for one step of your life, it's for every season of your life. To the very end, until faith becomes sight, God is going to call on you to exercise faith in God. Look, let's get real for a moment. Everybody wants the blessing that Abraham had, but few people are willing to live the life of faith that he did. Only when we're willing to believe God, obey God, influence others to do the same, and do it all of our life, do we enjoy the blessings that God has for us, and are we made the blessing to others that God wants for us to be? 
Abraham's not the only one on the journey, the adventure of faith. We all are. In the same great chapter, Hebrews chapter number 11, the Bible says in verse 13, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. Friend, we're all strangers and pilgrims on the earth. We're all seeking a better country. And I hope today that you will determine by the grace of Almighty God you're going to live in faith, you're going to die in faith, you're going to leave behind a testimony of faith like Abraham did. I promise you this, when your faith becomes sight someday in the glorious presence of our God, when we finally reach the destination at the throne room of our Father, at the nail-pierced feet of our Savior, we're all going to be glad that we trusted Him. We're going to say, Jesus led me all the way. Let the Lord lead you on your own journey of faith and obedience today. I promise you it's an adventure and you won't be sorry about it. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.